Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is going to deliver delicious food right to your door. Let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dogs. Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 live. Before recording studio Hello there, running something up. Whoa, what, what the, what? Hello, hi, welcome to an exciting episode of Cox and Crendor in the morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like there was a hype there, and I got a little too ahead of my my brain was talking faster than my mouth. You tripped over your words. Tripped over my words there. I, it's hard to do. You do this for exactly three hundred ninety nine episodes and not four hundred, even though we definitely called the live show the three hundred ninety ninth episode. <laughs> yeah, we did. But yeah, we Whoops, don't know what math. are you gonna do? Yeah, we're not here for math. Yeah, not us. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh in fact it's been uh it's been a while since we did a actual like normal show. Yeah, well, you know, we're back. Um no live shows for us. Yeah. Uh only normal shows now. So <laughs> tough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, back to normalcy. Uh we had a you know, it was a good time. We cuz you were here the one weekend and then we did the live show and then the next weekend you put up the live show. Yeah. So live show was a good time. Live show was a blast. Um Thanks everyone who came out. We sold out full crowd. We had there were people standing in the back. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have stood for us, but like I'm glad you did. It made me feel good. And oh, uh yeah. yeah, good time had by all, hopefully. Yeah, I wouldn't stand for us either. Barely even <laughs> I just won't stand for it. <laughs> uh yeah, it's great. And uh now now you're back. How's being back been? It's uh LA. So being back has been a real treat. LA is slowly becoming, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with this city, but I think people are just getting fed up with either the expense of living here or just living in general. I don't know what's going on, but the other day I saw a dude, like, it's a great story. I saw a dude on the side of the road. So not near me, but on the way to where I live is a, like a propane seller like some sort of dude who sells propane right i don't know it's a full propane business but it's definitely a business that sells a bunch of propane because it's always outside and propane accessories and accessories yeah (laughs) and outside as i'm driving by there's like a red light there and a dude is in sweatpants no shirt beer belly smoking a cigarette in front of the propane store, dude. <laughs> and the entire time I was like, that man is just done. That guy is like, if I blow up, I blow up. Like, I never <laughs> see anything. He looked like he was from King of the Hill. Dude had uh, little tiny glasses that kind of almost look like Harry Potter glasses. <laughs> a buzz cut. Big beer belly. And then, uh, like, dark, uh, I don't know, like, navy blue sweatpants. And flip-flops. He's just sitting there smoking a cigarette. And I was like, yo, that feels like this city right now. That's the best way I can describe L.A. at the moment. <laughs> Everyone's kind of just like, whatever, man. Summer's <laughs> over. We all got to go back to work and shit. This is bu-. It feels like that. Plus, uh, I feel like after summer, apparently we're getting the big El Nino or something. It's supposed to be colder in L.A. and warmer over here. Yeah, that probably checks out. You know what? I'm all right for 
And El, every time we have an El Nino, it gets a little colder, but also rains more. Uh, yeah. And L.A. could use that, even though we had a hurricane or whatever the <laughs> hell we had uh, that was not a hurricane at all. That was like a half a day of showers. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I I think we could use it, especially considering we have so many years of drought. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take one year of that. Yeah. El Nino's fun mixing it up. Apparently here it's uh, we're supposed to get warmer weather, but we also have chances of like big blizzards or something. So it's the trade off. That's Chicago. Warmer, I mean, like that's Chicago though, dude. Yeah, I mean we get like, snowstorms anyway. But they're like it could be a big one. I'm like whatever. <laughs> well, I think that's the point of an El Nino, right? Yeah, is like it, everything's a bit bigger. Everything's a bit crazier. Well, I don't know about that. I think it's just. I think that's what it is. Is like El Nino is like bigger weather events, and La Nina is like you know it's like a little dainty weather event. I think is the point. Now I could be wrong. I'm not looking this up, and I don't intend to look it up. But I feel like that's <laughs> what I remember. Well, I've looked it up. So <laughs> <laughs> during El Nino, trade winds weaken. Warm water is pushed back east towards the west coast of the Americas. El Nino means little boy in Spanish. South American fishermen first noticed periods of unusually warm water in the Pacific Ocean in the 1600s. The full name they used was El Nino de Navidad because El Nino typically peaks around December. El Nino can affect our weather significantly. Warmer waters cause Pacific jet streams to move south of its neutral position, which... Uh, with this shift, areas in the northern U.S. and Canada are drier and warmer than usual, but in the U.S. Gulf Coast and Southeast, these are periods of wetter than usual weather, weather, wetter, wetter, and have increased flooding. Yeah, so apparently here in Chicago, we're like borderline on warm and dry, and then you're down where it's like the whole South is just like wet. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Down where it's wet. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then people way up north, like in Canada, they just get colder. So, sorry, Canada. <laughs> it's going to be even colder. Uh, I don't, I mean, like, I feel bad. Cold Canada is never a good thing. Ever. I mean, it's usually cold in Canada, though. That's the yeah, thing. but they got that, like, three months in the summer where it's beautiful. That's true. That's what it's like here as well. You get, like, some nice summer weather and then the winter hit. Honestly, I like fall. People always were like, oh, the summer's here, but, like, I love fall weather. Like, right now, it's, like, 70s, 60s. We get some rain. I mean, that's L.A. all the Like, right now, 70-something, 70 degrees and sunny, baby. Oh, exactly yeah. 70. It's a that's good time. I love. Yeah. I love that. You know, half the week sun, half the week rain, 70s, 60s. Actually, I think I like 60s more than 70s, to be honest. 70s get a little too warm. I, if you give me a month of just every day's the 70s, exactly 70 degrees, sunny, Man, that'd be the perfect place. Some of you be like, that place does exist, Jesse. And if it does, I want to go. Th- I want to live there. It's, it, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm told it's Hawaii, I'm going to be so upset because, like, <laughs> I do love Hawaii. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, have you had any crazy people stories outside of Hank Hill? There's this weird thing at grocery stores now, and I, I don't know what it is. And I feel like this might be TikTok's problem or fault. So have you seen the dude on TikTok who, like, shames people for not putting away their carts? I have not, but I can imagine. He, like, dresses up as a, I don't know, either a security guard or, like, a cart monitor. And he walks around parking lots. And when people don't return their cart, he sticks a sticker on their car for them not returning the cart. (laughs) That's actually pretty great. And they get super pissed because it's, like, a magnet sticker and they throw them at him. And then he'll (laughs) stick another sticker on the car and try to run away from them. And they get, like, really upset. Anyway, I don't know if that is the reason why, but dudes at the grocery store are trying to get slick now, 
And you know, the other grocery store that I go to, that parking lot, right? Right. People now will, instead of taking their... It's not that big, by the way. It's not that big of a parking lot. Yeah. It takes all of 10 seconds to return your cart. Yeah. <laughs> people will now, instead of returning it or taking it to one of the many cart drop-off spots, they'll, like, hide them. <laughs> like, uh, up in the bushes area. Or they'll pick big cars, like trucks, and put them in between where the two trucks are so people don't see them. I don't know what's going on, but it is absolutely chaotic what they're doing with these carts. And so I was at the grocery store the other day. A dude in his big pickup truck uh, parks next to me, and I see him get out. And, you know, I get out. We go inside, and we're shopping, doing our thing. I come out with my cart. Well, actually, no, I didn't come out with the cart. I got to the to the edge of where, the, you know, the carts are at the entrance of the store, took my three bags of groceries, and just walked to my car with the three bags instead of the whole cart, right? Right. Dropped the cart off. I was good. I was easy. It was done. This dude who's parked next to me, he took his cart and then put it in between where my car was facing another car. And, uh, you know, my car was in between his truck and then another truck. So he put it in between where it wouldn't be seen from the, the store, but literally crammed it right in between where my car was and the car that I was parked across from was. And gets in his car as I'm watching him do it. And I look at him, and he looks at me with this, like, disgust of, like, shouldn't have parked there. <laughs> I don't know what kind of look he was giving me, but I looked at him like, I can't believe you're that lazy, dude. And he looked at me like he was ready to throw down. <laughs> oh, my God. So I just got his cart and decided to walk it back for him. <laughs> and here's the thing. This dude was a pretty fit, I'm going to say mid-20s guy. He did not break eye contact with me. He kept staring me down as I was doing this. <laughs> and I was just staring him down the entire time. Like, look how easy this is. Look at this. Look how easy this is. <laughs> so I drop off the cart. The man has decided not to drive, keep driving away. He's parked now right kind of catty to where you drop the carts off, staring me down. Like, somehow we're going to break out into a fight. And I'm just like... I wanted to just be like, you are so lazy. You're the laziest man I've ever seen in my entire life. And as this dude is staring me down, cop on the other side, like over the loudspeaker is like, sir, please move, sir. <laughs> the guy looks at me and I don't know if he was trying to like be coy or whatever, but he does like a wave, but like a goofy wave. Like one of those waves of like, I think I'm being cool by waving like bye. But it looked goofy. I don't know what it was. And I was like, huh. okay, cool. And then I just walked to my car and drove home. Like, what a weird experience. <laughs> like, I don't. The problem is that was the end of me dealing with that for months. People just will, like, leave their carts in the middle of the damn, like, parking lot. You have to yeah. push them out of the way because it's the middle of traffic. I don't know what's going on. But I, it tells me a lot about a person if you can't return your cart. It's so easy. Yeah. I think we talked about this, like, months ago. But, like, just take, take the cart back. It's not even it's that hard. No. <laughs> it takes seconds. Just do it. Yeah. Like, come on. I don't even. And then people will go out of their way to, like, avoid doing the easiest things. But they put more work into doing the thing to, to avoid doing the easy thing. Like, it's insane. That, that guy literally stared me down. 
He could have just taken the card back and been on with his life. Instead, he right. like stopped, was like, you want to fight about it? We're trying to fight? Over a card, dude? No, I'm not going to fight you. I'm going to look <laughs> at you because you're acting insane right now. Yeah. I'm it's not going like, to fight you over a card, grow up? <laughs> yeah, like, it's just a shitty thing. It's just considerate. It's just being considerate. And somebody might be like, oh, he's having a bad day. Well, okay, that's plenty of people have bad days. They still return their cards or are courteous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a whole lot of, like, people just forget common courtesy. And it yeah. drives me crazy. <laughs> I, like, we've said uh, this before many times. Common courtesy is one of the things that I, I seem to feel like I go out of my way to do, to be courteous to other people, even though I probably shouldn't do it 90% of the time that I'm doing it. I just don't care. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, if I yeah. can take two seconds out of my life to be kind to a person and, like, get out of the way or move or do something or help in some way, I'll do it. And I don't understand why other people are like, no. I hurt my shoulder doing that last week. What? <laughs> why? What do you do? First off, so, one, how? Second off, why? So, I was, uh, I was getting food from this one restaurant and I was exiting but these two people were coming in I didn't see them so I was like oh I should have gotten the door so I reached back till I grabbed the door but it was kind of a heavy door so I think I just like hyper extended my shoulder or like my arm and I was like Ugh, and I got it and I was like there you go and they're like thanks and I just I was, right away I was like that's gonna hurt <laughs> it didn't hurt then but then like hours later I was like yeah that's sore but luckily it was only like it was like a day or two of being sore it wasn't bad like i didn't die like i normally do uh I, so wait <laughs> but you still. did nothing and still yeah. got hurt well <laughs> it, was, it wasn't just like oh i'm holding the door open it was like i twisted my entire body around to grab the door and like hyper extended my shoulder which uh i don't know i just as soon as i did that i was like oh this is a bad position to be <laughs> i was like oh you know what you know what absolutely sucks about that is i kind of get it but there's been moments where i absolutely shouldn't have held the door because it would be physically impossible to do so yeah. yet i'll attempt to do it knowing that i shouldn't but i know deep down <laughs> that if i don't i'm gonna be like oh man that person behind you thinks you're a real dick jesse you really yeah. screwed up now <laughs> but so, so I got over that quickly, right? So like I'm I'm doing pretty all right right now. Uh, head's better, neck's doing pretty decent. You know I've started exercising again. We're we're back on track. Uh, so big thing was it Walgreens, all right? Two a.m. Maybe two thirty. Whoa 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 whoa. Two a.m. Yeah. Why? Fun to go to Walgreens two a.m. Just buy like a <laughs> candy bar, buy a. An ice cream, buy a, a drink, you know, it's Walgreens, buy some drugs. You're living the life of, like, a 19-year-old bachelor. <laughs> hey, you, just, you can buy your magnesium or some shit, I don't know, you can buy whatever you want, right? Who I am. Yeah, you can stock up on magnesium, no one's fighting over the last of that at 2 a.m. Yeah, uh, but here's the, here's the crazy part, all right? So, there's a guy in front of me in line. All right, he's just some normal dude buying his stuff. And Again, then, I don't know. Normal dude buying his stuff is applicable at two a.m., but okay. I mean, there's plenty normal. There's people like work night shifts. There's people uh, like just need their drugs at two a.m. from Walgreens. Dude, I worked a night shift all through college. No one normal is up at two a.m. buying <laughs> stuff at Walgreens. That's I promise true. You. I'm there. I'm awake. I promise you. Yeah, yeah. I was up at night. I'm not normal. I know you ain't normal. There's no normal happening at two a.m. Anyway, at Walgreens. He was the most normal of the, <laughs> the weird people. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. I'll allow it. All right. 
<laughs> then I get in line, and then this lady behind me, okay? She is probably like this 60-year-old woman, and you could tell she was, like, not having a good time, like, right away. <laughs> so the checkout lady, she's just, like, this old, like, southern-looking woman, just, like, probably chain smokes, like, yeah, honey, <laughs> like that type, you know? And she's, like, checking out the guy, and the lady behind me goes, like, is this the only register open? And I was like, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, what do you want? It's 2 a.m. They have like the, the old thing like working. Uh, so then she says to the the lady talking to the wait, guy. Wait, 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 yeah, wait a minute. Hold on. So she shows up at 2 a.m. Yeah. There's one register and she's upset that it's not going faster. She's upset that more registers aren't open. Well, of course. Yeah. And I was like, I think that's the only one open. So then she says to the woman, excuse me, is this... Are the other registers open? And then the lady goes, uh, no, this is the only one. And then the lady says, okay, well, I'm not psychic. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the Walgreens lady's just like, okay. And she just like kept checking the guy out. And then I was just like, what the shit? Like, okay, you don't got to be psychic to realize that it's 2 a.m. And there's only one register open. And we're not even going that slow. Like, the dude's getting checked out fast. Then I got checked out in, like, 30 seconds, and then she went. I was just like, what? <laughs> it blew my mind. I promise you that cashier has dealt with some crazy-ass people. Oh, yeah. I promise you that she was like, yeah, okay. Like, she just no patience or time. Oh, 100%. No doubt. I have seen some crazy people in there at 2 a.m. One time, this lady was buying, like, an entire cart full of stuff. At like 2 a.m. I was like, well, she's doing her Christmas shopping at like Walgreens at 2 a.m. in like July. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, it's it's wild. I don't. There used to be one guy there and uh, he'd always just be like, have a good day. Hey, have a good morning. Have a good day. But you could tell he was not having a good morning or a good day. But he always went out beyond his. Uh, he just he'd always go out of the way to say that. So I was like, hey, you know, at least he's faking it. Right. Then there was just one very old man, and he just never talked. That was my favorite guy that worked there. Uh, he was just like, he'd just check out the thing, and if he did talk, he'd be like, it's five ninety nine. It's two ninety nine. And he would just, like, he was just done with everyone's shit. And I was like, I like this guy. He's great. Uh, so, yeah, this is great people at Walgreens just all around. Yeah, I don't uh, – I mean, I have so many questions about your nighttime activity. <laughs> Do you other nighttime shopping? What is, what goes on with you? Well, back in uh, – back before COVID, there used to be more places open. Like, we used to go to uh, – uh, we went to, like, Walmart 24 hours. We went to Meijer 24 hours. There was, like, a bunch of places open 24 hours. Now there's, like, nothing. It's just like some Walgreens, some CVSs, maybe a couple like Walmarts. I'm genuinely <laughs> shocked by your nighttime adventures. It's not, I mean, like when I was younger, 100%, I would go on these wild nighttime adventures. But you, my man, you're still doing it. You're keeping the dream alive. Yeah. I mean, listen, the, it's fun to just go when there's like nobody there. You can see like just people stocking shelves. Uh, you know, uh, you can see crazy people. It's great. I love it. I, I would, I, I will say that when I, um, man, when I was in college, we would go late night to Walmart. There is nothing better 
than like 2 a.m. Walmart. You think Walgreens is crazy? 2 a.m. Walmart is like, I one time saw a couple uh, in the cereal aisle or whatever it is where they have the cereal, like, you know, like the dried goods aisle of Walmart. Right. And the guy was like trying to choose a cereal and this woman had her hands down his pants rubbing his butt. (laughs) And I was like, none of this is okay. (laughs) You're touching product with those hands, ma'am. None of this is okay. What the (laughs) shit? Yeah, and I was like, just because it's late and you think no one's here, there are people here. And we are all watching this go down. And the guy's like looking for cereals. And it wasn't like he was like, you know, know, you'd think, all right, maybe this fine gentleman is looking for a cereal like, I don't know, um, Wheaties or some sort of like a... Delightful checks. No, he was looking at the Ninja Turtle cereal. <laughs> I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> Everything about this is creepy. <laughs> that is pretty creepy. <laughs> it was a little weird. I was like, so we got this guy looking at Ninja Turtle cereal, and this girl is just like rubbing his butt. Like, not the outside. Her hands are in his pants. <laughs> what a combo. Yeah, yeah. I guess love, man. <laughs> Love. I got like he must have really wanted Ninja Turtle cereal. He he must he must. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. Sometimes you just want cereal at two a.m. I mean, I feel like it's one of those you should plan things, but I mean, what kind? You of, know, sometimes you can't plan it. Just the the hunger hits, right? The craving. What what kind of Ninja yeah. Turtle cereal is it? Oh, I don't know. This was this was when I was. 19, 20 years old at the time. So, so we'll do. I don't know. It would have been Ninja Turtle cereal, whatever it was. Ninja Turtle cereal. I just looked up 90s Ninja Turtle cereal. There are numerous I'm Ninja Turtle cereals. Uh, I will tell you I know exactly what kind it is. All right. Turtle faces. Little green turtle faces. Little green turtle faces? Ninja Turtle cereal. And the cereal was like little green turtle's faces. And if you got it, it came with a collector's bowl that had... Uh, like one of the guys in it. Oh, I think I see what you're talking about. Little turtle, little turtle face things. There was like currently the problem is is right now it looks like there's another Ninja Turtle cereal that is selling right now. <laughs> yeah, and that turtle cereal has weird sewer disc shapes and marshmallow turtles. That's not it at all. Yeah, I see that one. Yeah, this is this is a different. This is older. Hmm. Yeah, I'm look. It's really hard to find right now. But yeah, they had like little turtle. It looked the faces looked like the outline of the turtles' faces. Maybe that's what he wanted. Like, maybe and again, it wouldn't have mattered if he was getting Cookie Crisp or Kicks. Or, it doesn't matter. It's just weird <laughs> that he chose Ninja Turtle cereal. Like he was fingering the Ninja Turtle cereal <laughs> thing as this woman's hands were down his pants, and it was weird. Yeah, that that's really all. The situation was weird. Uh, also, I found some guy on YouTube. It says, enjoying 25-year-old TMNT cereal. Gross. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. The worst part is, this actually sucks. I scrolled down far enough <laughs> that I see trying a bite of 25-year-old <laughs> TMNT cereal. <laughs> Our algorithm lined up. <laughs> Man, that is... That is just... Uh, I don't know. Either way... Uh, you know there's, there's some weird people out there at night. Yes, <laughs> and in the yeah, night, yeah, yeah. To be honest. There's, there's really just people. But I'll let you know, there. most people out there at night don't want to be bothered. Yeah. So it isn't like they're up to no good. I mean, all right, that's probably that's probably a lie. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely up to no good. But most of the time, when you're in a grocery store, 
It's just other weirdos, and you get to watch them, and that's it's fun, admittedly. Yeah. I uh, the other night when I went to the grocery store, it wasn't like late; it was like eleven, but like it was late enough to where there's like less people there. The dude's like power washing the floor and shit. Uh, <laughs> and then sure. there's this like these people. There's like a girl and one of her friends like in a shopping cart, and then her dad, and they're like, "Dad, they have alcoholic ice cream." And he was like, if I want ice cream, I'll have ice cream. If I want alcohol, I'll have alcohol. <laughs> and I was like, that dad set those kids right. <laughs> and then I was like, this man's right. Yeah, 100%. he's not wrong. <laughs> Alcoholic ice cream's fun if you're like lost in the city and you're like, you know what, it'll be fun, it'll be crazy. But I don't want to buy it and bring it home. <laughs> yeah. Time to watch my shows with my alcoholic ice cream. <laughs> my alcoholic ice cream. <laughs> it's like in a, you already drank and now you're just finishing it off with alcoholic ice cream on top yeah, of it. No, it's, no, it's alright. <laughs> I don't want to have a problem. Yeah. That is... There actually is a lot of alcoholic ice cream looking at it now. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, a trend that I think started a little bit before COVID. The biggest problem, though, is most alcoholic ice cream melts so quickly because of the alcohol. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of that. So you're just like, cool, I'm drinking alcoholic milk. Awesome. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I don't know. I I would honestly, I'd rather have like a a root beer float. Like, you know, like, the, I, oh, yeah. no, I don't want I don't want ice cream in, in beer. Oh, you know what I did have, though, once I went to a ramen place here in L.A. and they had frozen uh, Sapporo. Oh, interesting. And and the foam was like a frozen foam. Oh, dude, that was delicious. Oh, interesting. That's, so, I mean, I don't know how good. it worked. I don't know why it worked, but it was like extra cold. And like, uh, it was almost like you were drinking a beer with chipped ice in it kind of vibe. Oh, I see. I was here for it. Would I get it again over a normal beer? No. It seems like it, it took me like <laughs> way too long to drink it because it was so cold. I was like, this is, this is too cold to consume. But it was fun. See, I, well, I said, what's the best beer and the ice cream float? But, you know, it's not like Bud Light or something. They have, like, like a stout. Probably Guinness or something like that. Yeah, like a, they got a maple walnut stout, a dark ale honey beer, coffee porter stout. Like, a lot of the darker one. Then you put the, yeah, that sounds good. That could be fun, yeah. You'd have to have, like, a good ice cream, though. Oh, something yeah. that would go well with, like, a beer flavor. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because I don't know if, like, normal-ass vanilla would cut it. It would, or it'd have to be like fancy vanilla. They mix it yeah, up. Yeah, but even then, I didn't feel like it was a waste to put fancy vanilla <laughs> in beer. I'd be like, I don't know. It got to be something. It can't be chunky, right? Yeah. But it can't. It maybe like I don't know. Maybe like a uh, would a churro flavored ice cream work? I bet that would work. Yeah, I mean, you just put the cinnamon. I mean, you can just do, yeah. you can do vanilla with cinnamon and beer. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's why we don't own a restaurant or ice cream manufacturer. <laughs> yeah, it's not true. our job to figure this out. You figure it out, <laughs> Internet. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm curious. All right, you saying that the crunchy. Do you like crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Oh, I'm a crunchy peanut butter per person. You know, if I have a sandwich, I want the crunch of lettuce or the crunch of, like, if I put chips in the sandwich, I want that there versus a sandwich without it because then I'm like, it's okay. It could be better. I don't know why. I, I can't explain it to you. I just like the crunch of crunchy peanut butter better. But I still will eat normal ass. Like, I'll still eat normal ass peanut butter. I'm no fool. Yeah. Like, I mean, I used to like smooth peanut butter the most. Then I tried the crunchy, and I was like, I actually kind of like it. But yeah, 
I I'm, I think I'm like 50-50 on it. I, I don't mind either one. Yeah, no. I'll, I mean, like, yeah, I'll eat whatever you got for me. The one thing about peanut butter that I won't handle is I need my peanut butter to be, um, I don't want to say processed, but more processed than the kind you could get where it's like, Oh, Jimbo Jones made his peanut butter. And when you open it, there's like a thick layer of goo at the top. Oh, the oil, yeah. Like the oil. And then you have to like mix and mix and mix and mix. And it never tastes quite right. It always tastes just like you're eating nut spread, which is, you know, not I, – if I want peanut butter, I want the peanut butter that in my brain I remember eating as a kid, which most likely was some like processed Jif or something. So the closest I can get to that, the better. I'll have you know I do buy the, the nut butter oils. But well, of course you do. What I do, right, is I mix it up in the store. Like, you're walking around, I'll, like, shake that thing. And then you get home, put it in the fridge. Bam. Oh, see, I don't I, I don't put it in the fridge. That's probably what I'm go. doing wrong. Yeah, you're missing, yeah. you're missing that. Put it in the fridge, boom, you're good. It'll, it's great. But I don't want it, I, I don't know, like, I don't want it cold, cold, because then when I put it on the bread, it may not melt. Like, I want, when it's on that, like, hot toast... I want that melt factor in there, so by the time I take a bite, it's like, is this going to run down my chin a little bit? Maybe. Yeah, but if it's already, the thing you're putting in a, putting it on is hot, it's going to be fine. It'll just melt. Even if it's cold, it'll warm up and melt. I mean, like, like look, you're right. You're not wrong. Exactly. Just, uh... <laughs> so there's no use yeah, I don't know. I like, uh... <laughs> I'm also into, um... Oh, like a, like, either a hazelnut butter or an almond butter's fun. Uh, I had a cashew butter the other day, and that was good. A- again, it all comes down to consistency. Yeah, everything everything I put in my body—that's <laughs> a weird thing to say. <laughs> everything that I eat is—it's about the consistency of the way it tastes on the palate. If that makes any sense? Like if it's gooey or slimy. Like great example, and I've said this before, is um, like the tapioca balls that they put in in various teas. Right, can't do them. Can't do them. Mm. You just don't like the texture. Yeah, it only it's it's strictly texture based. Hmm. They they barely have a flavor, so like it's not flavor based. And the tea is fine. If I could get the tea without boba, I'd be fine. But it's literally just the texture. I don't know why that is. Same thing with um tomatoes. Love tomatoes. Tomato seeds almost make me puke. What tomato seeds? Yeah, like if I ha- if I can eat a to- put a tomato like on a sandwich, and I'll eat it totally fine. But if you had me bite into a tomato, the tomato seed texture with the tomato and the gushiness of the tomato, oh, yeah. I would be like, bleh, bleh. yeah, couldn't. T- but a slice of tomato on a sandwich, perfectly fine. It doesn't have to make any sense. It's just who I am, I guess. <laughs> so you just don't like slimy things. Yeah, slimy and uh, like goopy and like um, if you were to cook or grill an oyster, totally fine. If you want me to eat an oyster raw, can't do it. Oh uh, yeah, I see. So yeah, it really is. T- I I know there's a lot of people like that, where it's just they're they're hypersensitive to certain textures. Also, I probably have a terrible gag reflex. When I brush my teeth, I'll sometimes you know do my tongue like you gotta do your tongue yeah. sometimes. If I go back a little too far, I'm like, bleh, bleh. That's it's always been a trouble at dentists when they had to do like um, mouth molds, especially when I was getting my braces in like ninth grade. <laughs> oh yeah, they'd be like, all right, put this goop in your mouth. I don't know if anyone out there has ever had to get braces, but oh yeah, it sucked. In the olden days, they would you know take a cast of your mouth, yeah. A- and the way they do it is they had these little mouth bracket things they put in, and they in my time it was this pink ass goop that they said tasted like bubble gum but never did, <laughs> and they cram it in your mouth, 
and they're supposed to get impressions. The problem is they put so much damn goop that when they put it in your mouth, it would spread all over your mouth. Oh, and yeah, it would like shoot in the back of your throat and I would every time almost die. <laughs> and they had to do it every time they had to change my the the shape of my braces. And so I one of the worst it was akin to water torture for me. It sucked. <laughs> I eventually, after like a year and a half of doing it, I learned to just breathe through my nose and like suck it up. But, woo, that first couple times, man, that was rough going. I was like, I'm going to puke all over you guys. Actually, <laughs> it was uh, bad. I had that happen because I had to get my mouth guard for my grinding my teeth. And they do the same thing. So they got to take a mold of your upper teeth to put it there. And so I was just like, <laughs> but yeah, you just breathe through your nose. You're good. Yeah, it's it's one of the worst things that I w sucked, dude. Sucked. And so yeah, that's definitely a problem that I have. It's just texture things. Like my mouth is just like, no, nah, bro. Sticky, slimy, goopy. Not a fan. But on the flip side, spice me out, dude. I'll eat the hottest thing you got. <laughs> I will eat the sweetest or sourest thing you have and be just fine. But yeah, everything texture based. Flavor, fine. Texture can't do it. I know uh what about cilantro? Some people hate cilantro. Cilantro, totally fine. I, I do understand that apparently people think it tastes like, I don't, I don't know what they think it tastes like, pee or some shit. Like, I don't know no, what's going it on. It tastes like soap. Soap, that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know why I said pee, like somehow that was correct. <laughs> this cilantro tastes like pee. <laughs> tastes like pee, like how would you know? Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I, uh, I love cilantro. It kind of has like the soapy smell. Like it's a clean smell, right? So maybe that's what it is. But, like, maybe I just like the taste of soap. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we're just soap boys. We love soap. Yeah. Like, maybe. <laughs> maybe the people that are like, hey, it just tastes like soap. But really, the other people eating it just like the taste of soap. And they have the same taste. Yeah, we're just afraid to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, I love cilantro. It's great. Yeah, uh, but I guess it comes down to, you know, where you put it and what you mix it into. Like, I don't know that I just have cilantro all the time. But if I'm, you know, it, like... Mixes well with onions and shit. Like, there's yeah. a lot of uses for it. Yeah. It's, uh, hold on. Cilantro, is it gene? Cilantro gene. Why does cilantro taste like soap to some people? Uh, but for those cilantro haters for whom the plant tastes like soap, the issue is genetic. These people have a variation in a group of olfactory receptor genes that allows them to strongly perceive the soapy flavored aldehydes in cilantro leaves. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, that is. Apparently, this genetic quirk is usually found in a small percentage of the population, though it varies geographically. Uh, places where cilantro is especially popular, like Central America and India, have fewer people with these genes, which might explain how the herb was able to become such a mainstay in those regions. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder why or where people who come, like where people come from, where they have like a no, no, no to cilantro. I guess, like the opposite of. Those places probably like the northern Canada. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I it's don't interesting. Know. But apparently, yeah, I think uh, it's neat though. A lot of people with if uh, if you get repeated exposure to the herb, they can get over the taste aversion. So maybe it is just like a you got to get used to it type thing. I don't know. Repeated exposure to the herb. That's so funny. <laughs> but also maybe it's like um the same vibe as. Again, this seems very like old wives tale kind of thing, but a lot of people are saying that if you don't expose kids to certain foods when they're young, they'll develop an aversion to them later in like 
allergy form. Yeah, I've heard that too. I don't, I don't know. know how real that is because it sounds like people just saying like feed your kid a nut so the kid doesn't end up <laughs> being allergic to nuts. Yeah, which I don't know if that's how it works, but it feels like that's the vibe. Yeah, I have no clue. I heard there's a uh, if you like eat your local honey, it like helps with allergies and stuff like that. That's what I've heard is again one of those things where it's like, is that true? Yeah, I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it makes sense. So I'm like, it. I think it's true. But who yeah, knows? I, I will say, I since coming to LA, my allergies have not been nearly as bad as they were in the past. And that's I get my farmers market honey, dude. Yeah, love it. Eat it up. I just imagine the the like Mari show, like some woman who's like, I hate cilantro, and they're like, bring out the cilantro, and they're like, oh like a big God. soap man. It, you know what? <laughs> Those shows always sucked because it was all it would always start simple. Just like, I have a fear of worms. And they'd be yeah. like, bring out worms. And eventually it's like, I have a fear of broccoli. And it'd be a woman screaming at a like, bunch of broccoli. And you're like, <laughs> what, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And they're always just like, I know you're afraid of broccoli. So bring out broccoli, man. She's like, <laughs> 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 Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I never understand. I mean, there's probably some like trauma or something tied into that, but. The, just the fact that Mari's just constantly torturing people. It's like Mari just found a way to torture everyone uh, for fun and make money. I mean, most of those shows, even though they are some good watching, but most of those shows were like, St uh, Stephanie, Tom, you are not the father. And then it'd be 15 minutes of the crowd reaction and one of them dancing around. And then it'd be like, all right, show's over. And you're like, that was the show, bro? <laughs> Yeah, plus I think a lot of them just fake it to be on TV. I know that's a common thing. Oh, I mean, that's all that Jerry Springer was. Yeah. They're just like, uh, can you pretend that you two are having a baby? And then they're like, yeah, we'll do that. And they're like, they pay him like, I don't know, 500 bucks or something. And they're just like, yeah, we're having a baby. And they're like, you're not the father. Like, Wah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> People do anything for money. That's the truth. That is truth. Speaking of doing anything for money. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Kickstart a fresh Fall routine with HelloFresh right now. They'll handle all the meal planning. You don't have to, like, spend time figuring out what you're going to cook for the family. They will deliver it to you, and you just cook what you have ordered. Everything's pre-portioned. Everything's ready for you. It's so easy. You get a menu that has 40 recipes and over 100 add-on items every single week. So if your fall busy schedule of going back to school or handling business stuff or whatever... Don't worry about that. They even have quick and easy recipes, like 15-minute meals. Yo, they got creamy cilantro steak bowls. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Man, that sounds delicious, actually. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'd love that right now. And that's right. New season calls for new meals. HelloFresh is always changing up the lineup. This fall, they've got a bunch of new things, from veggie to family-friendly to wholesome. Plus, then, like I said... They got the fresh market. You can stock up on easy breakfasts, quick lunches, fresh snacks, all those different things that can just change it up for you and save you time. Because today, let's be honest, it's all about time saving. Everyone's so busy. You got so much stuff to do. And if you got a family, I don't know how you're doing it. 
as a guy with zero family, except my parents, who which I love, <laughs> and I watch them use HelloFresh all the time. Uh, with no family, I don't know how y'all doing it with like two, three kids. How do you get them all at the dinner table together, eating, talking about their day? I had to, good luck with that. HelloFresh can help though. That's the whole point is it's quick. You can get in, get out, have time with your family. If you want to try HelloFresh right now, all you got to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash 50cox, and that's code 50cox, 50COX, for 50% off, plus 15% off the next two months. Again, HelloFresh.com slash 50cox, and use code 50COX for 50% off, plus an additional 15 for the next two months. HelloFresh. It's America's number one meal kit. All right, credit. Let's go to Chopped Cup. Something's got a credo. How's that traffic out there? Oh, man. Traffic? You would think it'd be calming down, but it's not. It's still kind of bad, but I'm sure it'll, you know, slowly calm down until the holidays hit and they'll go crazy again. It's it's just traffic. Also, you're doing code 50 cocks, but I just imagined 50 of you. And I thought of the thing where it's like, who would win? 50 Jesse Coxes that were tiny or one gigantic, like, Titan Jesse Cox? Uh, Titan Jesse Cox would win. Let's not pretend. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You know, it, it could be crazy. It could be a battle. But uh, we'll let the people decide. Back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Now let's go over to Crendor at the weather desk. How's that weather? Ooh, weather. We got a weather request for Panama City Beach, Florida. It is the final day of tourism season, nearing fall, and it's absolutely miserable. Finally coming off of near 100-degree heat with high humidity. That does sound is that terrible. the person that wrote us, or is that your essay on Panama City? <laughs> it's terrible. Panama City, one of the worst places I've ever been. No, nah, this person wrote it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Panama City. Whoa, there's a hurricane again? I guess it is hurricane season, but... Uh, that sounds correct. Let's see. Panama City Beach, Florida. Currently 82 degrees. It is nighttime, though. Uh, feels like 88, 71% humidity, 29.9, 8 inches of pressure, 10-mile visibility, 2 miles of wind, 72 on the dew point, 625 a.m. sunrise, 655 p.m. sunset, a UV index zero, moon phase, waning crescent. Take a look hey. at 10 day. It did calm down. 89, mostly sunny on Monday. Uh, partly cloudy, 87 on Tuesday, 88, partly cloudy on Wednesday, Thursday, 88 with some isolated thunderstorms, Friday, 86 scattered thunderstorms, Saturday, mostly sunny with 85 and Sunday, 87 with no sun. It'll be raining in the morning and then next Monday, 87, mostly sunny. So a lot of high eighties with maybe rain. Sounds good. Especially for, uh, Florida. Where is Panama City Beach? Is that like on the Panama City Beach? Sounds like it's going to be on the butt end of the of the the. I'm trying to think of how you would describe that in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's on the Panhandle, right? The handle of the the Florida. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, yeah, it's up there. There it is by Laguna Beach, and they got Bitawee Beach. I mean, what Bitawee Beach? Bit of, a, a bit, bit of wee wee beach, beach, mate. <laughs> it definitely sounds Australian for some reason. A bit of wee beach, mate. <laughs> oh, bit of wee beach. Uh, yeah, there you go. They got yo. Know, they got beach island bites though. I'm trying to see if they have anything that's like, you know, like cool. Oh, they do. I found Fatty Patty's Beach Cafe. 
<laughs> All right, we got a winner. <laughs> there it is. Fatty Patties. Take a look here. <laughs> that does look like a Fatty Patties restaurant, to be honest. I love Fatty Patties. I like the uh, the artwork. Looks like what you would see at a retirement home, kind of. <laughs> I would say retirement. I'd say uh, old, like old person retired living at home on their yard. Yes, but the restaurant itself looks like nothing's been changed in years, and I'm kind of here for it. Oh yeah, no doubter. You can see this is your classic diner. This is 100% a classic diner. The name is great. <laughs> Everything they made, they literally made a funfetti cake. Like, I mean, come on, <laughs> who's making a funfetti cake that isn't like a sixth grader? Yeah, this is great. Yeah, I love this. Oh, yeah, right below there's like they changed the windows, it's like a dog surfing, and then like some kids at the beach for the sun. And a weird ET, what the shit is that? <laughs> Hold on, do you see this? <laughs> Go down. It's there's funfetti, then there's some other thing, a biscuit, and oh. then the windows. All right. You see the dog surfing. Funfetti. Yep. The windows. I do now. Then go all the way to the right. There's like an ET on the right. Dude, I don't know what that thing is. I'm telling you, the art, the painted art on the window says the exact same vibe as like the painted art at a retirement home. I'm all right, telling you, dude. Now, yeah. This is whatever that thing is. It, it looks like. Maybe it's supposed to be a tiki. Oh yeah, is it mask? a tiki like totem? Maybe thing? it definitely has ET vibe though. It's it like looks if like ET, ET had the head of a cupcake too. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I love fatty patties. Yeah, I that's love great. Fatty patties. That's all I need to see. That's <laughs> that's the weather. <laughs> all right, let's go to sports. Sports. Oh boy, football is back. American football, that is. And what a day. Currently, uh, the Cowboys are playing the Giants in the fourth quarter, and it's 40 to nothing Cowboys. Woo. So that's pretty embarrassing. That's rough. Yeah. Uh, the Lions beat the Chiefs on opening night. Go Lions! 21-20. The Browns beat the Bengals in the Ohio Bowl. Uh, the Ravens beat the Texans. The Buccaneers somehow beat the Vikings. Uh, the Falcons beat the Panthers. The Commanders beat the Cardinals. The Jaguars beat the Colts. 49ers beat the Steelers. The Saints beat the Titans. The Raiders beat the Broncos. The Eagles beat the Patriots. The Rams beat the Seahawks. The Dolphins beat the Chargers. The Packers beat the Bears. Jordan Love era. Uh, and then tomorrow night, Bill's Jets will be a fun game. Uh, so that was fun. Also, in baseball standings, we currently got the Baltimore Orioles sitting in first, the Twins and the Astros all leading their division, and in the wild card, you got your Tampa Bay Rays, your Toronto Blue Jays, and then Seattle, a half game up on Texas, and then in the NL, you got the Braves, uh, the Dodgers, and the Brewers all at the top, with the Philadelphia Phillies, the Chicago Cubs, and the Diamondbacks in the wild card spots, with the Miami Marlins a half game back of Arizona. And yeah, that's sports. Okay, let's go to our fact of the day. Fact of the day, 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 day. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I had it open. I think I accidentally closed the uh, <laughs> the fact of the day. It was about German chocolate cake not being chocolate or not being German. <laughs> It's one of those two. Uh, 
Hold on, there we go. I'll just bring it up. I'll just type it in. There we go. Where did German chocolate cake originate? Even though the cake is called German, it wasn't brought over from Germany. Instead, it originated in Dallas, Texas in 1957. But just like the cake, its history is much richer than that. Well, Ouch. I mean, I don't want to read the whole history of it. I just wanted to see. I think the the guy who it's made its last name was like German or something. I don't know. No way his last name was German. John German. Hold on. Okay, maybe I do want to read the German chocolate cake story. Dates back to the 1850s when a baker named Samuel German created a sweet baking chocolate. Get out of here. There it is. That's it. He he's the one. What do you know? So all right. So it's named after him then, instead of a country. Yeah, it's named after him and not a country. But you hear German and you go, oh, it's probably from Germany. So yeah. And you know, I, I know Americans. I know what we do. We immediately are just like, oh damn, German, just like French fries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like oh man, them French fries they eat over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hearing this really really makes me want to not put my shopping cart back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, that's your that's your fact of the day. All right. What is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. Day, hey. day. I've actually hey. got two stories. One is a small news story of the day. And then we have a returning story. Uh, of a the whole past. point of a big news story is a big news <laughs> <laughs> What is the small news story right. of the day? All right, small news story. I had to do this one. Competitors get down and dirty at Britain's Bog Snorkeling Championships. All right. What does that even mean? <laughs> You'll find out. Intrepid athletes donned snorkels and slithered through slime on Sunday during one of Britain's quirkiest sporting events, the World Bog Snorkeling Championships. The annual competition in the tiny town of Lanwerted, Wells, Wales, sees competitors race to complete two lengths of a 60-yard, 55-meter water-filled trench cut through a peat bog. They can use flippers on their feet, but conventional swimming strokes are banned. Uh, here is what you're looking for. This sounds terrible. <laughs> this I'm looking at. I'm looking at it. It looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the whole point of a bog is you don't ever want to go in it. it it'll bog yep. you down. That's the whole point. That does make sense. Uh, some contestants accessorized their snorkels, masks, and flippers with more flamboyant touches. One carried a giant plastic toad on their head, as you see there. Uh, another had a bathing cap adorned with flowers. And spectators also got in on the fun with two wearing pink cardboard boxes proclaiming them to be limited edition bog snorkeling Barbie and Ken. Competitors at the 35th annual contest were hoping to beat the time of the current world record holder Neil Rudder, who won in 1 minute 18 seconds in 2018. Yeah, that's too much bog. That's too much. I, I, I'm, I'm. The more I look into this, the more I see it. I'm like, nah, man. I'd get some sort of bug that would eat my flesh going oh, in there. No, no thanks. Yeah, that's that, that <laughs> does not look pleasant <laughs> at all. Yeah, no thanks. That's got the brain-eating amoebas or whatever. <laughs> Those yeah, are no, that's, in there. Uh, the image of this girl trying to get through the bog with a, like a toad on her head. <laughs> that's how I imagine the entire thing feels. Just oh, hundred percent. Awful. Um, so there's that. Then we have the big news story. Uh-oh. Florida man rescued again while attempting, <laughs> <laughs> while attempting to cross Atlantic in floating hamster wheel. Is this our boy? Yep. 
He's back. Did he not say the last time he tried this, like, I'm going to do it again? Everyone's like, no, you won't. Yep. Here we are. uh, He's done it again. Here's his giant hamster wheel this time. What improvements did he make? How is this any different than the the previous time? I don't actually know. Didn't he almost die last time? What is this guy doing? He might have. Uh, so, Florida ultra-marathoner and peace activist is facing felony charges after allegedly attempting to run across the Atlantic in a homemade hamster wheel in what authorities said was his l- at least fourth attempt. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Ray Bellucci. Uh, intercoastal stunt ended approximately 60 miles off the coast of South Carolina last week after the Coast Guard said they spotted him floating in the circular cage. Uh, initially near Savannah, Georgia, during routine preparations ahead of Hurricane Idalia. The 51-year-old said he was heading for London, England, but he was repeatedly told his vessel was unsafe and should not be in use. It was described as staying afloat through wiring and buoys, according to a copy of the criminal complaint. Uh, dude, he's probably going to the Bog Festival. He had to get there. He, he was running as fast as he could. <laughs> yeah. Bellucci allegedly refused to leave his vessel, which authorities described as a hydropod. <laughs> he threatened to stab himself if anyone tried to stop him. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Let it go. That's. <laughs> this is. <laughs> the officer stayed with him for three days as he continued to make his way up the coast, during which he also allegedly threatened to blow himself up with a device that was later found to be phony. Authorities said, who would have guessed? Uh, he ultimately surrendered near Georgetown, South Carolina on August 29th and was brought to Miami Federal Court where he was charged with obstruction of boarding in violation of the captain of the port order. According to the court. Question, is yep. this the furthest he's ever made it? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. It does sound like he's was moving. He never makes it actually out to sea, which is hilarious. He always, like, runs up the coast and then gets caught. Instead of doing what he should, he's trying to get to leave from Boston or leave from, like, Maine and then go across. Like, he keeps trying to do it from Florida. Stop it. Yeah, you got to stop that. Go to somewhere where they don't care. Uh, (laughs) According to the court documents, this was Bellucci's fourth attempt to traverse the high seas in the floating craft previously being stopped by Coast Guard in 2014, 2016, and 2021. Uh, His first attempt cost taxpayers more than $140,000, the Coast Guard said in a statement after the failed attempt to reach the Bermuda Triangle in 2014. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course it started there. Of course it had to have started there. And you know that's a thing where they're going to be like, well, why'd they stop him? They didn't want to go to the Bermuda Triangle. That's probably why he keeps trying to do it, because he's like, they stopped me once. I know the (laughs) truth now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The law enforcement agency said it provided Bellucci with an outlined series of requirements if he wanted to safely and legally travel in such a vessel again. These requirements were ignored, and he was rescued in another homemade vessel in 2016 while attempting to travel from Florida to Bermuda, Puerto Rico, Haiti, Cuba, and back again. His publicist at the time told South Florida Sun Sentinel that it was her understanding that the Coast Guard's order was merely a recommendation and not a mandate. She added that he would, quote, definitely try again. Bellucci (laughs) has publicly presented himself as a peace activist. His website states that his mission is showing the world that anything is possible if only you believe. 
An attorney listed as representing Bellucci did not immediately respond to a request for comment. <laughs> yeah, that's the, uh, the attorney listed as representing. Like that dude probably doesn't even know he's listed. <laughs> it's like who? That is man. What a guy! You know, he's just what a guy. <laughs> he's just trying to show everyone that. Anything is possible if you believe, but that's actually not but the true. Thing, he's never achieved it. He hasn't achieved it, though. <laughs> he really has. He didn't make it to Bermuda. He didn't get to the Bermuda Triangle. Now he's like, you know what? Forget Bermuda. That was the wrong direction. I'm going to London. I'm going yeah. to the UK. So if anything, he's showing everybody that nothing is possible if you believe. <laughs> Stop trying is what he's yeah. showing people. It's okay to give up is what he's showing yeah. people. I mean, I believe that. Everybody will put their shopping carts back, and that's never going to happen. Yeah, that's not like that's yeah. way easier. Yeah. yeah. So you know what? I'm excited to see what he does in 2025. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Yeah. I hope he he. All he had to do was listen to what they wanted him to do to make his vessel more seaworthy. Yeah. That's all he had. And to he do. just keeps making the same damn ship. I'm looking at it right now. It's the yeah. exact same thing. It is. Like, why doesn't he? Why does he just make the adjustments? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense, but none of this makes sense because that's why we're covering it. That is true, and that's your mm -hmm. big news story of the day. All right. Well, that's it for us. Thanks so much for listening and watching. I'm going to join this podcast, Crendor. Hit them with the socials. We got socials. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. That's where you can find all these podcasts dating back to 10 years ago. Uh, and I have them all organized by year, playlist-wise. So you can just listen to one specific year. Wow, that's very convenient. Thanks, Crendor. Very no convenient. <laughs> also, give it a like, comment, and subscribe, and leave your weather requests. We've only been getting one or two, I think, so I have to pick one, and then the other person's to be like, he probably saw mine and didn't pick it. It's true, but I can only pick one, all right? So, yeah, more <laughs> leave, weather requests, yeah, damn it. Leave more so that people can feel less bad as well. Uh, I honestly usually just put it in the RNG generator or I just see the first one that comes to mind. So, uh, which actually means that if you comment your weather request last, it'll get picked first, but don't do that. <laughs> uh, it'll, it'll get so it's up. like bidding on, on eBay. You got to yeah. wait to the very end. You, got, you better wait till like Friday night. Put in your bid. Yeah. yeah, but wait, but don't forget. Otherwise someone else will win that item. The weather yep. request. Uh, also YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor. We had a new animation go up. Go check hey. that out. Uh, also, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes. We're all over. Uh, also, follow us on our things. Twitch TV, Jesse Cox. Twitch TV, Crendor. YouTube, Jesse Cox. YouTube, Crendor. Facebook, Jesse Cox. Facebook, Crendor. Twitter, Jesse Cox. Twitter, Crendor. Or, sorry, X, Crendor. X, Jesse Cox. Uh, <laughs> <Barf>. <laughs> Instagram, Notorious Cox. Instagram, Crendor was taken. TikTok, Jesse Cox. TikTok, TikTok, Crendor. Patreon, Crendor. Patreon, Jesse Cox. Uh, Cox Clips, Cren Clips. Warm Crendor. Uh, that's it. Okay, that's it for us. We'll see you all next time. And as always, shake the rhino. Tobey, continue.